I'd be willing to bet that you've heard the term ideal client before. It's kind of like this vague marketing term that we all know we need to narrow down, but sometimes we just overcomplicate it. We brainstorm some imaginary person on paper that checks off all the boxes without really thinking about who we actually enjoy working with. But what if I told you that your ideal client is probably someone you've already worked with before? Someone right under your nose. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York, with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader, if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. Let's start with breaking down exactly what an ideal client is. In general terms, it's someone whose exact needs are met by your offer or service or product someone whose pain points align with the value that you provide. Let me use my stationary business as an example. The best couples that I worked with were often couples that had unique wedding themes. They couldn't find exactly what they were looking for online, and they valued working with a real-life person to help their vision come to life. That would be me. They were usually fun, creative, joyful, excited, flexible, and just really enjoyed the whole process. They were often down to earth and not really, I'm putting this in quote, high end. Now, as I say this, your ideal customer could be totally opposite. You could cater to high end luxury weddings. That just wasn't my thing. It's not better or worse. It's just different. So as I'm listing off all of my ideal client's qualities, I want you to think with me for a minute. If you've been in business for a while, chances are you've come across some clients that you just totally clicked with. They were a pleasure to work with. They were pleasant, kind. They trusted you to do your thing. Just a joy. And if those clients don't immediately pop into your head, let's start with a quick exercise. I want you to open up a spreadsheet or a notebook if you're a pen and paper kind of gal and write down all of the clients that you've worked with over the past year or so. Take a look at the full picture and start to put a star next to the people that you remember, hopefully in a good way. Once you have this list, I want you to narrow down your top 10 clients or even five or three if you're just starting out and don't have a huge list yet. The whole point is to get clear on who you loved working with and vice versa. Actual people, no imaginary ideal clients here. Then once you have your list, I want you to send them a simple questionnaire. This could be done via Google Forms or through HoneyBook or Dubsado. Whatever you already use, keep it simple. Don't complicate this. The key here is to get into the minds of who you already know is your ideal customer and see if there are any trends that you can use as you create content and market to people just like them. Now, before I send this questionnaire, I shoot them an email and I say exactly this. I went back and I copied and pasted this from the emails that I sent out to my own list in my stationary business. Here's exactly what I said. 
I said, hi, Ariana and Steven. I hope you're doing well. I wanted to reach out to you because I was wondering if you would be willing to fill out an anonymous survey about your experience working together. You were one of my favorite couples to work with, and I want to attract more people like you. I loved your style, and you were so much fun to work with. I'm only sending this out to my favorite couples in hopes that I can learn how to attract my ideal client who I feel I can best serve. If this is something you would be willing to do, I would be happy to send over the survey. It should only take about five minutes or so. Thanks so much for your help. I very much appreciate it. Lindsay, that was the exact email. I sent this to the top 10 clients that I had a blast working with. And every single one of them emailed me back and was so happy to help. They were flattered that I wanted to attract more people just like them. Here are some of the questions that I asked in this survey. And then we'll talk about what to do with those answers. Let's face it. Virtual summits are a dime a dozen. And most of them are a big fat yawn. You sign up hoping it will feel like an epic live conference in the comfort of your home only to find out it's like sitting through driver's ed all over again, just wishing you had your license already. Well, not this time. This isn't a virtual summit. This is a virtual experience, one that's unlike anything you've seen before. In addition to the 30 plus sessions, bonuses, and giveaways, it has live panels, a virtual networking lounge, and the most epic virtual dance party to ever grace the internet. It's going down Tuesday, August 8th through Thursday, August 11th, and this is your super secret invite. Grab your tickets now at lindsayjwilliams.com slash fire to join the Females on Fire Summit with Haley Luckadoo, myself, and 30 other amazing speakers. We'll see you there. Question number one, I asked, what was the most important factor when searching for a wedding stationer? Then I had multiple choice answers below. The choices were price, personality, customization, speed of production, one-on-one experience. A quick note here, I am not known for my speed of production. In fact, my turnaround times are some of the longest in the industry. So funny enough, none of my ideal clients check this one. I thought this was interesting. Just a reminder that you do not always have to check off all of the boxes. You just have to solve your ideal client's pain points. And for me, production time wasn't a huge pain point for them. Okay, next question. I asked, how did you find us? Again, multiple choice here. For me, I said bridal shows, social media, Google search, vendor referral, or client referral. You can go on and on on how people found you. So keep an open mind with this. But the whole point here is that if 90% of my ideal clients found me at bridal shows, I'm going to do more bridal shows. Same thing with social media or with Google search and SEO. Another quick note here, if they clicked on the referral, either vendor or client, make sure that you have a space to write down who referred them. You might see a trend, like maybe one of your clients referred four of their friends who were all just like her. This will give you so much insight. And then you can thank that client or that vendor who keeps referring you. You can love up on them. All right, next question. I asked, what did you find most valuable about the experience you had working together? I want you to keep this one open-ended so that you can let them just flow. And then you might even be able to use their own words in your marketing. More on that later. 
Next up, I asked, what could I have done better to serve you? Yes, I know this one sometimes stings, but you got to ask it. Always be improving. Then I asked them, did you shop around for your wedding stationery? If so, where did you look and why did you choose to work with me? This is a bold question, but it's so valuable if they're willing to answer. And then the final question I ask, what did you want to reflect most about your big day? Again, this was multiple choice. The answers that I had were showing your guests a good time, exuding elegance and tradition, the love you have for one another and for your family and friends, or throwing the best wedding ever. You can have fun with this. There are no right answers. You know your clients best, but those are what I asked. Another thing that fascinated me about these surveys were all 10 of my ideal couples answered almost exactly the same. That right there, my friends, is what we would hope for. Now, you might not always get that kind of luck, but you will absolutely start to see some trends. Like I said earlier, Luxury and tradition, they're really not my thing. I mean, I know the quality I provide and it's top notch, but I'm more about customization than fancy letterpress or foil or things like that. That's just me. It's not right or wrong. So none of the couples that I sent this to checked off exuding elegance and tradition when I asked them what was the most important thing to them. This might be opposite for you. That's the beauty about knowing the value we each bring to the table and how we uniquely serve our clients. We're all going to be different, but we can use similar strategies to know who our ideal client is and how to attract them. Got it? All right. Now that we've narrowed down who our ideal clients are, Now that we know more about them and we start to see these trends, here comes the fun stuff. Now it's time to streamline your marketing efforts and to speak directly to those you want to work with. What makes them tick? What's important to them? If your ideal client told you that they don't care about tradition, don't share a bunch of etiquette tips. Share what they want and need. The first thing you need to do is go back to the survey and really dissect those answers. What exactly do you offer that was most valuable to them? Once you know that, talk more about it. When my clients tell me that being able to customize their suite was number one, the most important thing to them when looking for stationery, and number two, the most fun part of the process working together, you damn well better believe that I go all in in talking about customization in my marketing. You have to let your clients tell you what they want, what they value, and what means the most to them. If you don't know that, then you could be selling something that they don't care about. I've seen it done so many times and I've even done it myself. A lot of entrepreneurs struggle to find the right clients or any clients at all. And if this is you, first of all, no shame. Every single one of us have experienced this and we learn as we go. And second of all, here's what I would ask you. Is what you're putting out there actually speaking to those dream clients you want to attract? Because if it's not resonating, that is where your gap is. So it's not enough just to say, I'm a wedding stationer. You want to specify what it is that you offer that will resonate with the people you want to serve. For example, again, I don't say I'm a luxury wedding stationer that specializes in traditional elegance because that's not me and that's not what my clients want. 
Instead, I drill down on the three things that my clients have told me they want and value and what I know that I can bring to the table. One-on-one service, custom design, unlimited revisions. Those are my sweet spots. Now, when you start to craft your messaging, I want you to get the strategy from those survey answers. What did they tell you? Listen and go all in. And I want you to get the copy from your clients. That question we talked about, what did you find most valuable about the experience you had working together? or even testimonials that you receive after working with couples, they are going to be gold mines for you. Use the exact wording that your clients use because here's what will start to happen. More people that are just like your ideal clients will start to say, okay, this girl is in my head or something. That's exactly what I need, exactly what I'm looking for, or exactly what I'm struggling with. It's that easy. Number one, let your clients tell you what they value, what they need, what they want. Number two, align your offerings and the value that you bring to the table with what they told you. And number three, repeat it back to them in their marketing. I want you to get in the habit of doing this exercise every six months or so because The more experience you have in your business and experience you have working with different types of clients, you will refine your definition of what your ideal client means to you. The more and more you do this exercise, you'll find that your job gets easier, it gets more enjoyable, and you and your clients have a mutual respect for one another. It will just feel good. And when it feels good to serve your clients, every single area of your business gets easier. You'll have more time and energy to focus on growing your business. Your marketing will be on point because you'll be speaking directly to the people you want to serve. And the process of serving your clients will be more fun. I hope you take some time this week to do this exercise. Keep me posted on Instagram at Miss Lindsay J. Williams. And I can't wait to hear what you uncover in your client questionnaires. Oh, and I wanted to ask you, if you're loving the podcast, would you do two things for me? First, would you be willing to write a short review? Those help me tremendously. And I read every single one of them. I'm so grateful for them. And second, will you share this episode with a friend or two? I'm always grateful for your support and I'm excited to grow our community with more people just like you. Thank you in advance for doing those two favors for me and I will see you all here next week. As always, keep on building those businesses. There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and P.S. If you love this episode and never want to miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business, girl friends.